0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for August 16th, 2023. I'm teaching a series on the parables of Jesus. I started with a parable I call the mother of all parables. Why? It's the parable of the sower. And when Jesus gave the explanation of this parable, he was telling his disciples, he was quoting Isaiah. He said, well, you know, sometimes, Jesus, why are you talking parables? Well, (laughs) sometimes people have eyes they don't see, they have ears they don't hear, and they have a heart they do not understand. And so I say it and I teach this way because I want there are some people that are actually going to get the spiritual perception and the lessons from the parables. And so some people are going to understand that some people are not. And, and the team said, well, we don't understand it. Can you explain this parable to us? And he said, you don't understand this parable. They said, no. He said, man, you got to understand this one, because if you don't understand this one, how can you understand any parable? Which is why I call it the mother of all parables, which is why we started with it. So we started with it. Uh, Over seven weeks ago, this is week number eight of this one parable. (laughs) And so this is Pearls from the Parables, part 37. And I'm giving you a recap on the parable of the sower. I gave you recap number one yesterday, and uh, I pray that that was a blessing to you. So this is going to be recap number two. Open up your heart to get ready to receive what God is about to release in your life. All right, so let's go ahead and get into the word for this morning. First of all, I just want you to know, I mean, I say it all the time. I love the word of God, and it's such a blessing to me to be able to share. I mean, this is what I'm called to do, right, is to teach the word. But it's such a blessing to be able to share the word of God with people. And to just get the testimonies and to see lives being changed and transformed. Like I said, from my latest book, I'm getting all these testimonies. Oh, my God, these 28 days have changed my life, that kind of thing. Some people's like, oh, well, it took me longer than 28 days to get through the book. But still, I was like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It's the word of God. But the testimonies of the word of God, and I get t- testimonies all the time, obviously, from today's word. How, how people are being changed. Matter of fact, help me. I like to read these things. I was reading some yesterday in the chat. Just let me know how this series is being a blessing to you, the parable of the sower. All right, so let's go into it. Psalms 126 and verse four is a scripture we've been looking at all year. At our church, we believe that this is a season of refreshing and restoring for us. And so because of that, we've been standing on Psalms 126 and verse four all year. I wanna read it for you again. The Bible says, now, Lord, do it again. Say, Lord, do it again. Restore us to our former glory. May streams of your refreshing flow over us until dry hearts are drenched again. My prayer for you this season is that if you have any area of your life that has dried up, dissipated, not as passionate, you lost some zeal, you lost a step along the way. No, no, this is a season for you to get it back. Not only that, for you to go not just to the former glory, but to another level of glory. Say amen to that. With God, it's forward, ever, back, whenever the best is yet to come. Say amen to that. All right, Psalms, know, uh, not Psalms. Mark chapter four, beginning at verse 13. This is Jesus's explanation of the parable to his team. He said, listen, man, you guys gotta understand this thing. So in the parables, there was a sower, there was a seed, there was the soil. Got it, let me break it down for you. The farmer's like someone who takes the word of God, sows it down inside of people. Sometimes the seed falls along the path. That's like the people that hear the word of God, but their understanding is unfruitful. And because they don't understand it, they're susceptible to Satan. Satan comes immediately snatches away the word that was sown in their heart. Other people are like seed that's planted on rocky ground. These are the people that hear the word of God, they quickly and gladly accept it. They say amen real loud in church, right? Hallelujah, yes Lord, amen, You go ahead. (laughs) <laughs> All of that. that sounds cool. But if you don't allow the word of God to go deep into your life, Jesus said, these people, they don't allow the word, they give God surface level Christianity. And then when trouble comes and persecution comes because of the word, they're quick to give up. Other people are like seed that's planted on, the, on thorny weeds. These are like the people that hear the teaching, the word of God, but they have allowed their lives to become full of other things. So they go to church because they just want to check the block. They go to church because they want to be able to say, I went to church, but they're not really walking with God. Their lives are just full of other things. The kids of this world, the love of money and everything else they want. So none of that, those things choke out the word. The word doesn't work. But then some people are like, good ground. Say good ground. Yeah, the good ground, they receive the word. Now the word produces, and sometimes it's 30 times more, sometimes it's 60 times more, and sometimes it's 100 times more. Put in the chat, I want a hundredfold return. The hundredfold is symbolic or representative of God's best. And I've already told you know, I taught this whole parable already. This is a recap, but you should have it by now. I want the hundredfold, right? Not only do I want to be in the minority, meaning three out of the four types of soul didn't produce anything. So only one out of four produced something. I want to be in that one out of four. But then in the one out of four, only one-third actually got a hundredfold. So, you know, I want the hundredfold. So I want to be the one-third of the one-fourth. <laughs> that's who I want to be. I want to be part of that elite group that's walking in God's best. Put in the chat, I am walking in God's best. So what does this mean for you today as a recap? of this series, I have a few things to share with you in this morning. you ready? I got all of that out of the way. Now I'm about to make a deposit into your heart. Open up your heart to receive. Five things. Number one, here we go. The word of God has the power to change you from the inside out. So today's message is going to really be about exalting the word of God. The word of God has the power to change you from the inside out. Let me take my time on this. Uh, I need to explain this. I've I've explained this before, by the way. It's a recap, but you you know, you didn't get it the first time. You you may not get it the fifth time. You got to get this down in your heart. You ready? In the parable of the sower, I want us to notice the language Jesus used. He said that when the seed, which is the word of God, is sown down into the soil, which is a person's heart, Jesus didn't say that the seed grows. I made this point already. I got to reiterate it. Jesus, like naturally you put a seed in the soil and the soil causes the seed to grow. In this parable, Jesus said, no, God puts the seed, which is God's word in the soil, which is your heart. And, and, and what, what happens is the seed doesn't grow because the word is not going to change. The soil grows, you grow. Say I grow as a result of the word of God. So the seed is the word of God. It goes down into my heart and the seed doesn't change. I change. I change as a result. So in, in Romans chapter one, I mean, Romans chapter 12, verses one and two, the apostle Paul talks about your mind being renewed through the word of God. Now the word renewed in Romans chapter 12, one and two, the word renewed is a Greek word, uh, which is the foundation or the root word for our English word metamorphosis so the renew there is a metamorphosis it's re- the word of God will renew your mind metamorphosis type of change not not little change I'm talking about think of caterpillar to butterfly type of change I came to God when I was 23 years old caterpillar I was born again I went through the process of getting the word down in my heart on the other side butterfly I'm talking about a transformational change a metamorphic change Change. I'm to the point where if you knew me before I was born again, and some of of you that are watching right now did, and you know me today, I'm not the same person. I'm talking about that type of change. How does that happen? By receiving the word, internalizing the word, digesting, meditating, medicating on the word, and then applying the word of God. The word doesn't change. The seed doesn't change. The soil changes. I change. Say, I change as a result of the Word of God. And I'm not talking about little change. I'm talking about metamorphic change. So the the moment you were born again, let me break this down and make sure you understand it. There are three parts of you. Just like God is God, Father, Son, Spirit, we are Spirit, Soul, Body. So there are three parts of you. I've explained this before. It's worth repeating. Um, I am a spirit. That's the real me. When I die, this body may die, but my spirit will not die. So I'm still going to be alive and you, you, I'm going to live forever. So will you. you in one or two places. I know where I'm going, by the way. Um, I am a spirit. I possess a soul, mind, emotions, and will. And my spirit and my soul live in this body for now. Okay. When I got born again, the only part of me that got born again was my spirit. So my spirit was changed instantly. My soul now is being changed progressively through the word of god metamorphic change my body will be changed eventually (laughs) when i leave this world i'm going to get a glorified body right so my spirit was changed instantly my soul is being changed progressively my body will be changed eventually you got it so if my spirit was already changed and my body is eventually going to be changed The only thing I need to focus on right now is my soul. So my soul is my mind, my emotions, my will, my thinker, my feeler, my chooser, the way that I think, the way that I feel, the way that I make decisions is my soul every day. This is why you watch today's Word, by the way. Every day, my soul is being changed through the Word of God. I'm learning how to think and feel and make decisions like God through the Word of God, metamorphic change. You got it? All right, number two, words that come from God, they are spirit and they are life. Jesus said in John 6 and 63, the spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. Let me repeat that real quick. Like you got to get this. It's the grace of God. It's not your effort. The spirit alone gives eternal life. Human effort accomplishes nothing. The very words that I've spoken to you, these words are, are full of spirit and they are full of life. I want you to think about the word of God. It's full of spirit. Like when I'm preaching the word of God, teaching the word of God to you every day, These words are full of spirit and full of life. Why? Because it's not me. It's not my words. It's God's word. Jesus was the word of God in the flesh. John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. You know, that same everything that was made was made by him, and without him was nothing made that was made. Drop down to verse 12. And the word became flesh. Jesus was the word. And then Jesus, the word, walked around speaking words. And he said, The words that I speak they are spirit and life. So he was the word declaring the word. And he says that the words that I speak, they are spirit and they are life. They, When you receive the word of God, you're receiving spirit and you're receiving life. These are not just regular words, y'all. These are the words that come from God. So when we receive and we release the word of God, this is what happens when you watch today's word. You give me 25 minutes or so. And when I'm done, you're like, whoa, why? Because they're not my words. They're God's words. I mean, the I mean, put in the chat, amen, put in the chat. Yeah, yeah, these, these words are coming from God and they're full of spirit. They're full of life. When you receive and release the word of God, I receive the word of God in the morning before I get on here and then I got to release it. And when you receive and release the word of God, what are you receiving and releasing? Spirit and life. And then what happens? Well, now it's, it's God's word. I'm entering into this day and I'm entering into this day cognizant with my mind, fixed and focused on God. I'm thinking about the word of God. And guess what happens? Well, in Jeremiah 1 and 12, the Bible says that God watches over his word to perform it. So now that I'm cognizant of his word, I receive his word, I declare his word, I'm walking in his word. God is actually watching over his word to perform it in my life. So the parable of the sower is all about the word of God. The emphasis is on the word. The emphasis is on the seed. The emphasis is on the change. And God wants to produce a harvest in our life. How does he do it? He does it through the word of God. Say amen to that. Put in the chat, I love the word of God. Put in the chat, the word of God changes me from the inside out. All right, number three, God's word can help you identify where you and God are not in agreement. Okay, remember I told you before that if there's a disconnect between you and God, if there's a disconnect, the problem is with you and not with God, right? If there's a disconnect, the problem is not, God is not the problem. God is, put in the chat, God is not the problem. But the word of God, so what people say, well, how do I know if I'm wrong? You know, like, especially today, let me just pause real quick. This is not part of my notes. 2023, people don't like absolutes. People don't like rights and wrongs. People don't like that. Like, if you say, well, no, that's wrong. Oh, who are you to say it's wrong? Oh, you got to let people like, if a guy says, I feel like I'm a girl, you, you got to let him, you got to let him believe that. Like, And, you know, and, and, and you can't say that's wrong because he has the right to do whatever you want. Right. So, you know, OK, well, how about this? The word of God can show us when we're wrong. How about in the kingdom of God, there are rights and wrongs. I understand that in today's society, people want to shy away from right and wrong and say everything is okay, Everything is permissible. Okay, In the kingdom of God, newsflash, there are rights and wrongs. End of story. There are rights and wrongs in the kingdom of God. And the word of God can expose to us where we're wrong. How does it happen? Hebrews chapter four and verse 12. I'm going to read it to you from the Amplified. The Bible says, for the word of God speaks. It is alive. It is full of power, making it active, operative, energizing, and effective. It goes on to say, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, penetrating to the dividing line between the soul and the immortal spirit, and the joints and the marrow. The word of God goes down into the deepest parts of your nature exposing and sifting and analyzing and judging your very thoughts and the purposes of your heart come on man that's the word of god so when you get the word of god down in your heart it i mean what happen, what does it do it exposes and it sifts and it analyzes and it judges your thoughts and the very purposes of your heart. The Word of God can separate soul from Spirit, the Word of God can show you where your spirit that's born again, your spirit that the Holy Ghost is saying let's go this way, the Word of God can show you where your soul is saying no I want to go that way. And so your, the Word of God can separate soul from Spirit and show you where you are good like you're in alignment and where you're not good when you're not in alignment it's the Word of God. The Word of God contains the character, the attributes, and the nature of God. The better we know the Word of God the better we will know the God of the Word. So it is the word of God that like a sword can go down and separate soul from spirit. Remember, when you were born again, your spirit was born again. Your soul was not. And so now your spirit is good, but your soul is being good. Your soul is trying to be good. Your soul is being transformed. Metamorphic change, right? That's happening through the word of God. So so the word of God will show you where, hey, son, right here, you're in agreement with me. Your soul and my spirit, check. you good. Hey, son, in this other area, mm-mm, you're not in agreement with me. Soul and spirit, not good. And so, so yeah, the word of God is going to show me where I'm doing things that are in alignment with God's will. But but I'm also is also going to show me where I'm not. Oh, brother Pina, I just want to know the will of God. Okay, well, how about you read the Bible? Like, I mean, I got you. You're going to listen to the Holy Spirit. But the word of God is the will of God on paper. You need to read the Bible. And whenever the Holy Spirit exposes to you, hey, in this area, your thoughts are wrong. You, your your mind, emotions, and will. The way you think about this is wrong. The way you feel about that, you're holding on to grudges. You're you're, you're holding on to bitterness. You have a root of bitterness in your heart towards that person. The Holy Spirit will say, you're wrong. You need to forgive him. You need to let it go, right? Oh, my God, for real? I need to forgive? Yes. How many times should I forgive? 70 times seven in one day. How about that? Oh, my God. Yeah, the word of God is going to show you that. So the word of God is going to show you where you're thinking is wrong. You, the Word of God is going to show you where your feelings are wrong. The Word of God is going to show you where your decisions are wrong, right? And whenever the Word of God exposes that to you, you got to be quick to repent. Put in the chat, I am quick to repent. I know people don't like to use the word repentance today, but we got to be quick to to repent. The Bible is God's book. It is alive. And so the word of God will show you where you are either in accord or in discord with God. The word of God contains God's word, God's will, God's ways. And it will show you where you are either in accord or in discord with God. And so you want to know where you're good, Oh man, in this area of my life, I'm thinking about this the right way. I'm I'm addressing it the right way. I'm going after it the right. Man, I'm good. Look at God. Go ahead, God. You, Yeah, yeah. But I also want to know where I'm not good. Oh, well, yeah, I'm probably not doing this the right way. I'm not going after this the right way. And I need to repent. I need to change. Jesus warned against surface level Christianity. He says, this is why you got to let the word of God go deep into your heart. Because if not, there's going to be some people that say, they, they draw nigh to me with their lips, but their heart is far, far from me. They say, Lord, Lord, but I don't even know them. They say they know me, but I don't know them. Mm-mm. Why? Because they're just giving me surface level. Say, put this in the chat. I go beyond the surface level. Say amen to that. Man, that was a good point right there. That was a good point. All right, uh, number four. The soil, you and I human being." gets to decide how it receives and responds to the seed, which is the word of God. So the choice is yours. So in the parable, there's four types of soil and the soil gets to decide how it receives the seed. So in the parable of the sower, the same seed was provided to four different types of soil. It was the same sower. It was the same seed. It was four different types of soil. And to be clear, you are the soil in the parable. So the composition of your heart and your attitude, put this in the chat, my attitude matters. The composition of your heart, And your attitude will either help or hinder the word of God from working in your heart. It's either going to help it or it's either going to hinder it. Let's say you watch today's word and I am exalting the word of God and I'm teaching you the word of God. But if you don't give the word of God the priority that it deserves, if you're watching today's word with the attitude of, Oh, yeah, I watch this little, you know, Puerto Rican dude, which I'm Dominican, by the way. But anyway, I watch this little Hispanic dude. Yeah, whatever. My, my cousin told me to watch him. I'm going to watch. But, you know, the Bible is written by man. You know, the Bible is, is like a man-made thing. You know, the Bible, there's there's like disagreements in the Bible. Like, you know, they can't tell me which ones. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, there's, there's like errors in the Bible, but they can't tell me one. Yeah, but if you come to God with that attitude, the word of God is not going to work for you. The word, I mean, like. You are, you came like set up for failure. But if you come and you say, God, look, the Bible is your book. I, I believe the Bible is true. I believe the Bible is the infallible, inerrant, inexhaustible word. Now I don't understand this thing, God. So I'm coming to you because thank you for people like Rick Pena that can break it down for me in ways that I can see here and understand. Thank you for, for calling people to be able to teach the word. And so father I'm going to go to a church I'm going to connect with a community I'm going to submit to a pastor <laughs> I'm going to have people praying for me I'm 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 going to submit to the process of being a disciple because I don't know how this thing works and I need to learn and I need to learn how to think like you I need to learn how to act like you I need to learn how to how to feel like you because you know yeah sometimes I, I don't feel like and sometimes you know I got these things mm, 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 and you know I just don't mm, I can't stand this person I can't and, and I know your, I know I'm wrong you know I don't I don't need a whole lot of bible to tell me I'm wrong I kind of no, I should do better than that area, but I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to love people that 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 you know I just can't stand. I don't know, I don't know how to treat people better because you know I wasn't treated better. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know because you know I, I didn't have this growing up. I didn't have that. Yeah, I got it. But how about we just teach you the word of God? And the word of God will teach you. The word of God will teach you how to think, the, the word of God will teach you how to feel, the word of God will make you will teach you how to make decisions, and so it's gonna produce watch this change in you and then fruit from you, and it happens through the word of God. Say amen to that. Put in the chat i love the word of god number five last point for today and then i'm gonna let you go man i'm on i'm not at home so i don't have multiple screens i can't see your your comments i'm looking at it now and so yeah praise god somebody said i break it down barney style that's that's what my cousin says yeah you got to get into the word of god your attitude put in the chat my attitude matters you got it my put in that chat i have the right attitude towards the word of god yeah i love the word of god too joanne all right so let's y'all ready Our last point for today, as your mind begins to be renewed, like that metamorphic change through the word of God, several things happen. Let me just highlight a few and then I'll let you go. As you discover Jesus, you discover yourself. As you discover Jesus, you, just, you get to discover who it is, the man or the woman that God called you to be from the foundations of the world. And so the Holy Spirit begins to reveal to you what was prepared for you but concealed from you. And so it's like, whoo, he starts to flood your eyes with light, and you start to learn that I had lived my life all the way up to this point living with a false identity. I didn't even know who I was, but now I'm learning who God destined for me to be, and I'm going to live as that person. Just as the soil has a specific purpose for each seed, you realize that you have a unique purpose. That you, you you are fearfully and wonderfully made. That you don't have to covet other people. That you don't have to be jealous of others because you are unique. You are an original. And you get to embrace the grace that God has called you to walk in. You seek God's words for insight, for purpose. You, you start to live your life with the revelation that God is revealing to you. You also realize that God likens himself to a king and, and God likens his realm to a kingdom. And so because you're a citizen of the kingdom of God, you start to think different. Oh man, my daddy's the king. He owns everything. And so you start to think like God. So you start to to act like God. You start to interact with people, the way that God would interact with people. It changes. The way you look at challenges, because when you have a challenge, you're like, no, I'm a citizen of God's kingdom, and I have access to heavenly resources, so there's nothing I can't do. I have angelic protection. I, I, yeah, I have heavenly, re- I look up and not down. I look forward and back, not backward. The best is yet to come for me. You start to learn to think like God. You open up your heart to God's kingdom principles and precepts and ways, and you start to experience and believe God for a divine harvest in every area of your life. Say amen. That's what happens. With the word of God. God wants you in closing to become the man or the woman that he destined you to be. And so he gave you his word. His word will change you from the inside out. Put in the chat, I am ready to be changed. I put in the chat, I am being changed. Like I am actively being changed. How is it happening with the word of God? Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I'm exalting God's word. I pray that you enjoy this series. I pray that you enjoy this word. Let's close it out. Say this Father, this is a season of refreshing and restoring for me. So I boldly declare that your word, like a seed, transforms my heart. I am renewed from within. As I receive your word, I am infused with spirit and life. I am empowered by your grace. Your word is my guide. It illuminates my path. It shows me where I've gone astray. And when I'm wrong, I am quick to repent. Through your word, I learn to discern your will. I check my heart daily, and I ensure that I align with you. Your word reshapes my perspective. I develop a kingdom mindset. And I tap into heavenly resources. Your word shapes me into your image. As Jesus is... So am I in this world. So through your word, I am renewed, transformed, and empowered. I get to live my life for you. Living this way, I know, greater is coming for me. I declare this by faith in Jesus' name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and prosper. Put in the chat, greater is coming for me. Do me a favor, two things. If this message was a blessing to you, leave me some comments in the chat. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I exalted the word of God today. I hope that you got something out of that. If you're not getting my notes, you can get my notes for free. Sign up, go to todaysword.org, click on the big red subscribe button. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. If you don't have my latest book or any of my books or the affirmations books, go to rickpina.co and get those books today. I love you. God loves you more. Have an amazing day. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you.